welcome back everyone it is tiff o hey ho and it's the pretty ricky 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 hey and we are here today for an episode recap and discussion of queen sugar season five episode four titled early may 2020 and to me this episode was just showing our favorite people coping with the pandemic, trying to accept the new normal, trying to get the hang of it. And I just really love this episode. So anyway, let me get into it. It begins with Ralph, Angel, and Darla. And I'm like, why does this, why do, do their episodes keep starting with <laughs> Ralph, Angel, and Darla? But anyway, anyway. So it begins with them two and Ralph Angel is getting ready for work and Darla is like milling around the house trying to keep herself occupied. Blue gives them a lesson on body temperatures before Ralph Angel leaves off to work. Then we cut over to Nova and she's just uh, woken up and she walks into her kitchen and Calvin is preparing breakfast and they appear to still be enjoying quarantine. But then Calvin drops the bomb that his college daughter wants to come quarantine with him. And so Nova expresses concern about his family's treatment of her at Calvin's grandfather's birthday party and Courtney possibly being a spy for her mom. And Calvin attempts to convince Nova that Courtney is more open-minded than her mom and Nova finally relents, although she's still not com comfortable. And Ricky. Yes. Are Nova's concerns valid to you? And could you do it, girl? Could you let his daughter stay with you? <laughs> <laughs> Her concerns are very much so valid. And I feel like in, these, in this situation, that if you are going to be all in with a gentleman that you know has kids and he, he's in your space, then I feel like if you're going to be all in, be all in. So yeah, like now, will Ricky do that? Now, I just don't even know. I told you know how I'd be like, well, Calvin even gotten to that point yet too. So, <laughs> um, but like looking at this situation, I think that yes, if she's, if he's there and she wants to quarantine with her dad, then I'm like, you know, that's your child. I take you and your child. So yeah, I see her reason. I see her being okay with it. Why? Let's see if, uh-oh, tell me. No, girl. I'm just like, man, New Nova is really saged up because I don't, I don't know if I like you know Calvin I love you and all but you have to just move out like <laughs> girl look this is their first time like together in a situation he's not married like they can really be together yes. and you like not wait your daughter coming now nah, now nah, that's it I Sorry. mean you I'm gotta... just saying <laughs> I, I, I just you. dealt with your racist family yeah I don't know where your daughter you know is coming from you telling me one thing but we learn also or know that Calvin doesn't have the closest relationship with his daughter so you really don't know much about her okay and just other than that I just moved into my new home I got my true mm. papers still trying to go and you want to bring in your grown daughter like you can do that, but you can be like, excuse me, why don't y'all move somewhere else so I can still have my space, we can still see each other, but I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nah. Tiffany say, and it's a no. <laughs> so kudos to Nova, because yes. yes, for me, I feel like it would be a no, but I was just like, oh, to be uncomfortable in your own house, girl, but I don't really just like having overnight guests anyway, because I always feel like I'm a guest in my own house, whatever people say, I don't know, something wrong with me. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it just would have been a lot, and mm -mm, I'm not ready for it. Yeah, it's a lot, and yeah, I understand Nova having her concerns too. <laughs> So Charlie is preparing a salad when Micah comes downstairs. Okay, too. So right. I just need to know. 
had to just stop because when she was preparing this salad, honey, it was like this gourmet salad. It was Girl. like, I'm putting everything in here. She was so like tenderly pulling the lettuce apart. And I'm just thinking, where was I at in May? Right. And in May, I was on full <laughs> Coke 15 was on me. It was upon me tip. So everything was like greasy and salty. So I was like, this is kind of still early on. I feel like I wasn't quite minding my greens the way I needed to be. So anyways, I just want to say that she's like COVID eating goals because May now wasn't doing none of that. No, ma'am. So hats off to Charlie. I just think about like everybody getting like these side hustles or tapping into talents that they didn't know they had. So I was like, oh, is she preparing to like start having like a cooking channel? Because like you said, I didn't even know she was doing a salad because it was so intricate. So I was like, oh, she's about to be a chef, YouTube chef, councilwoman chef. Like, oh, and then she's like, oh, you want to help me with the salad? I'm like, that's what you're doing? That's the awful salad. Yes, okay. So Charlie, what I've noted from this scene, and it stuck out to me, was that Charlie was trying to see the positive in the bad situation of having to stay at home, stay at home orders. So she's like, you know, I'm not alone. You're here with me. We're not sick. And he even offers, Micah even offers to help her out. Okay. And so Charlie starts going down memory lane and she starts reminiscing about the past when life was simple, like before they had money and stuff like that. And Micah seems to be listening. Um, at the moment, Charlie also says, you know, like the pen, like what is being created during this time of the pandemic is not bad, but it's just the fact that we're in a pandemic. So like, if you could say wait a pandemic and keep all the other stuff, which I completely agree with Charlie on that, then, you know, like that's cool. But then Micah's phone rings and he is off child. He ain't got no love mm. for the salad or for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree with Charlie too. Like, let's keep the calm, cool, collective part of this situation without the pandemic. Yep. Yes. Scissor over salad. Did you hear that part? Though? Yes, girl. I <laughs> chuckled. I did chuckle. <laughs> okay. So now we're catching up with Hollywood and Vi. And Hollywood updates Vi that the hospital won't let him into the hosp- hospital, um, which kind of took me back to This Is Us, that episode when. Um, so anyway, so Hollywood can't go inside. He's sitting in the hospital parking lot, staring into random windows, hoping that one of those windows is his mom's window, which I just found so touching. And um, he's like, my mom is alone. And I'm just like, I know Hollywood. I know. like, <laughs> So Vi wants to come or go be with him, but Hollywood convincing her to stay where she is. And Hollywood is hopeful and he's praying that his mom will make it through. He's like, yeah, she just got to make it through. So I'm like, man, I'm by decided to stay. But would you have gone, Ricky? I feel like I would have gone with him immediately. But I feel like if it's to the point where he's like, look, by you, because she has a lupus, like, look, I want you to be careful. And that point, he's very optimistic. And we're thinking everything will be okay. I just want to check and lay my eyes on her. I could also see myself being talked into, okay, 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 I'll stay here. But if anything changes now, I'm coming and I'm gonna let you know. So um, if he were to talk me to a point of just staying at home, I can, I can, I can see that, but that would be so hard. That just is a very hard situation to be Mm. in so hard like it's harder than Nova's and the, and the college daughter coming to crash right yes <laughs> because on one hand <clears throat> you want to um not obey his wishes but you want you don't want to put extra stress on Hollywood Hollywood is really concerned for Vi's health 
in safety during this time. And so if she would have come down there, not only will he be worried about his mom and her, mm-hmm. recovery, but it's like, now nah, I got to worry about you too. So it's like, hey, you really want to be there with him, but you being there with him going to cause more drama or stress than maybe you should just leave him alone. I don't know. It was just like, why, why were you down there in the first place? But I think, of course, I think she made the best decision to go ahead and stay, even though it is paining her to stay, but I'm mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. And then it don't even seem like they FaceTime. I'm like, y'all don't FaceTime? Everybody FaceTime? Look at each other's face or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't know their FaceTiming friend, but yeah, that's it's just so hard. And I think the the thing that makes us, I think both were like, okay, okay, she listened to him, like we don't want to cause more stress. Is that I feel her heart was immediately like, no, I'm gonna be there. And he had to basically say, like, no, I just stay here. But I think she was ready. She was like, I'm right or die, I'm gonna be there with you. I'm, I'm there. And um yeah, had to make that because it's, it's a hard thing either way it goes to, to be there with him or to be a part. It just seems, ah, that's that's something right there. I know the conundrum. Yes. Pandemic. Yeah. So, um, we're back over at Nova's and Nova's preparing for Calvin's start according to arrive. She's like, you think she like these tiles or those tiles? I'm like, girl. But anyway, so Courtney shows up <laughs> earlier than expected and you know how I'm about casting. I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks like Courtney actually looks like that could be Calvin's daughter. Like, it was awesome casting. Good casting, yeah. So, Nova extends her hand to greet Courtney, and Courtney admits that she admires Nova and her work and hugs her. So, my thoughts on Courtney at this point was, I wasn't sure about her. I was kind of still nervous for Nova. I was like, I don't know about this Nova. You might want to go ahead and tell him to go get his own little apartment or something. I don't know. What do you Yeah, I was, I was surprised because I feel when they... Um, you know, the editors, when they cut through to it, it seemed as though that the girl was going to have like a Haley reaction. For some reason, I feel like I remember thinking, uh-oh, this girl's going to come up here with attitude. So maybe I just read too much into it. Or maybe mm-hmm. they did do something like that for me to think <laughs> for me to think like this. So I was actually a little surprised when she was so warm and embraced Nova. And then when you hear that she knows Nova and respects her, I was like, uh-oh. So she here she is like, okay, Nova is like this local celebrity of her. Is she going to be trying too hard? Because you know, mm-hmm. I say Calvin tries hard and I was like oh am I gonna be annoyed with this little girl or what so those are kind of my initial thoughts oh that's a good thought I like that (laughs) okay so now we see Prosper he calls by back and um we learned that he's pretty much been inside his house this whole time so since March all the way to early May he's been in his house not leaving for no reason not to even I got the impression he wasn't even walking around on his land which is open and only just for him but anyway, Vi invites Prosper to come keep her company at her house while Hollywood is gone. And I was surprised because I was like, Prosper is not about to leave about his uh, abode of safety. But he does. <laughs> he agrees. And I'm just like, I'm so happy. I was so happy that he was getting out to go see somebody else and spend time with somebody else and just have those moments that's been stolen from us because of this pandemic. But I was really surprised. Were you surprised? Yeah, girl, I was very surprised. First of all, I'm like, he answered phones today? Okay, okay, he's talking. Oh, he, he, like, he called back. But he didn't oh, oh, he did call that. You're right, you're right. <laughs> that is true, that is true. But he had taken a step to say, let me be, let me talk to someone on the phone. So I'm like, this is good, this is good. Um, But yeah, I was surprised too because I got the exact same thing that you got. Like maybe he stepped outside two, two, of them, two or three of them days out of, out of the month, but he was like, I'm getting a little fresh air and I'm going back in. So <laughs> it was so well needed. So I am so glad he accepted, but definitely was shocked by this. 
Yes, a good deal. So now Charlie is at her house and she's on the couch watching TV and Michael returns back downstairs. He tells his mom he likes spending time with her. And this is when we learn that Charlie got pregnant with Micah in college, like early college. I'm thinking like freshman because she keeps saying like, I was almost a teen mom. And um, because of that, she's always felt she had to, something to prove. People used to shame her, but her dad was very much proud of her. And Micah thanks Charlie for everything she has done. And Charlie thanks him back. And then they watch TV and girl, tender moment for me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I loved everything about this scene. I love that. Well, for one, I never would have thought Charlie was a young parent. Like she just, like he said, you don't fit the mold, you don't fit the profile. But I just love that this unknown fact added so much context to who Charlie is and her mm -hmm. why. And so it was just like really amazing. I'm like, really? You were a teen? I mean, not to say people should be getting pregnant at, as teenagers or, you know, freshman year in college, but she worked so hard and she worked her butt off and she made it work for her that no one would even suspect it. So it's not like something that held her back. It's something that propelled her for it. But yeah, I also I like, like that. that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I like that. I like that. Thank you, girl. And I also like that she shared with him, you know, the story of that and that he actually sat there and listened. So it's almost like you can see there. I don't know if you remember the time. I don't, well, I don't know how you and your mom was, but me and my mom, you know, is parent and child. And it's not until you start getting older and especially when you start experiencing like real like adult life changes that your parent starts like confiding in you and letting you know that they're like a person, a human <laughs> <laughs> and so I saw this happening or in my in my perception this is what was kind of happening with Charlie and Micah like Charlie's like let me bring you into my life like this is what happened this is how it was when I told my dad and these are the things that were happening and for him to sit there and really like appreciate hearing that story and appreciate her for all she, that she did I was just like oh this is so beautiful you know tip it was <laughs> it was it was it was beautiful and I like that just seeing a lighter side of Charlie like just her being vulnerable and just like the mother and son moments in this episode alone mm -hmm. I really really enjoyed um but yeah it provided the context because this made me think too back to when she was so frustrated when Micah chose Xavier instead of going to Harvard and I'm like I'm sure just now that we know all of this background and she was in a top um I mean I, she was in a, a good school and did all these things and like made this happen and like to have her child you know do yeah. this and get accepted into a, a top college and um and Xavier's is, is great don't get me wrong I'm just saying but oh, I can right. see now that Charlie is coming from this place of like no so it, hit, it, it just hit her a little differently because of this background that yeah. we now know so I I'm glad they put that in there for us I know I was like thank you Ava but tip yes the tip the, the moment um see if i get it right it was um when they were talking about his dad micah's grandfather how he was talking about how proud he was it was yeah. like you know yesterday i'm proud of you today i'm proud of you and you will make me proud tomorrow i was I know. like that is so beautiful so it was it was yeah i was doing two snaps to all of this too i know it was wonderful it was a really good moment in tv <laughs> It was. So we get to see Ralph Angel at his new job. He's working, um, buffing them flows. And he sees a resident air boxing and they exchange names. And we learn that the resident's been there for over a year and his wife has dementia. So she's in the building nearby. And he and his wife have been together for over 50 years. All right. We will return after this quick ad break. Stay with us. 
Check it out, spoiler alert listeners. Tiff O and Ricky got a promo code and it's a good one. I love the lip bar. I now purchase all my lip colors from the lip bar. All of their products are vegan and long lasting and they are much more than a lip company. They also have this bomb highlighter blush duo and a fast face system and so much more. Their products are affordable and can be purchased online with our promo code for a 10% discount. And what's even better, it is a small black woman created and owned company. Now that's what's up. So what are you waiting for? Go to thelipbar.com now and get your purchase on. Oprah and Michelle Obama wear the lip bar and so can you. Link and promo code is in the episode description. Then Ralph Angel returns home from work. Darla is in a funk while painting the cabinets. And I'm like, Darla is all over the house. First, she uh, was making what we think was linens for her wedding. Then she appeared up reupholstering or something like that. I'm like, I understand, Darla. Girl, she has taken it. She has, she just has taken it to a step where I'm like, I'm going to stand on top of the yes. countertop on my tiptoes and paint because nobody don't really see up here though but I feel like it needs to get done in this exact moment <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact you can't see on top of the cabinet <laughs> no, that's hilarious <laughs> so yes but she's like going stare crazy so anyway Blue is listening to his Girl, it looks like he has a Walkman, but I'm like, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it's just his headphones are so old school looking that I think it's a Walkman. <laughs> but he, he listened to some music. And Darla's like, Blue is bored. And Darla's like, I'm overwhelmed. Like, she is not enjoying this stay-at-home mom. She's missing routine life events like her AA meeting. She's yeah. hearing that things are only going to get worse, that they're not going to come out of it. And Ralph Angel's like, bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like... I completely understood Darla in this moment. I'm like, you know, you're at home all day and got no distraction and you got a son. But what's up with this new Ralph Angel? I know we've been talking about the new Ralph Angel lately, but I'm just still not used to seeing him like this. Like, I like it, but I'm just like, I'm wondering, like, did we miss something of how he got here? Like, how he got so mature and fast? Oh, no. It just, I wonder if it's a situation where it's like, it's always been there. And we're just now this season, we're allowing ourselves to sit back and us to stop. First of all, people were Google, was it Google eye? You like, why? You know, looking at him like, ooh, Ralph Angel. And then it's like, you know, we see him like that. And then it goes from like, oh, okay. Like him and Darla, what's going to happen? Real life stuff going on. He's going to, you know, getting over the form and growing into himself. Now we see like the softer side of him. So I don't know, maybe it's just us they're just giving us this part of him just for us to go through the changes girl with Ralph Ralph Angel so I don't really know but what I do know is that the pandemic I feel like this pandemic like it's bringing different sides out of different people and Mm. you go through different waves I believe and like you said you can understand and relate to Darla because she is beyond stress and like routine is definitely missed that's like yeah a real factor, things you have to try to adjust to in the midst of this pandemic. And another thing is the perspective of life is short, man. And I feel like Ralph Angel is working at the nursing home, mm. having that conversation with Roger, I believe his name was. Reggie, Mr. Reggie. Girl, why can't I never get a name right? Thank you, honey. 
Reggie. He was talking with Reggie and about soulmates and just like, look, man, I have mine right here. Let me just give her some sugar. Let me give her a hug. It's going to all be okay because we still <laughs> have each other. So I just think he's in the wave of, you know. Is that the Ralph Angel accent? <laughs> girl, I think it was. I was trying to, you, you peeped that girl? I was trying to do a little something, something. So I just think he is just on this, you know, things can be so much more worse. And him working at a nursing home, so I'm sure he's seeing all different things is putting his mind to think about maybe even just death, you know, or just like what could be, or, you know, and just trying to like change the narrative of we're safe. We're good. Let me give you a hug. So girl, Aww. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. No, but you're so right. And that's what I've enjoyed about Ava exploring um, the pandemic, because you have, like we've said before, you have so many different people, perspectives and outlooks and how they're being impacted with the pandemic and how they're handling it. And so I think every viewer who watches it can say, yep, that was me. Nope, that, that, no, nah, that wasn't me, but I know somebody that was like that. So yeah. <laughs> Yes, and I like how we both were like, we understand Darla because the stress is so real. She's beyond stress. Girl, she's trying to find things to do with her time. She don't yes. care people are going to see it. It's just too much. It is too much. And we all, I understand, I understand that feeling girl so <laughs> like, can, I, yes. can I go up up the floors tomorrow you stay home with right <laughs> let me get out the house yep <laughs> you think it's cute that he talk about body temperatures but I hear that all day I don't want to hear right. that no more <laughs> right so uh back over at Nova's house Nova Calvin and Courtney are playing a card game and Calvin calls Courtney aggressive and she schools him child about his white male cisgender privilege and Calvin tries to Nova's like have you been giving her lessons and I'm like, I'm still not sold on Courtney at this point. I'm like, is this for real? Is she just doing this for show? I was just, ugh. I was just nervous for Nova. Yeah, I feel like I'm still nervous for Nova as well. I feel like, ooh, don't, don't take your eyes off this one still. I don't have the trust yet. But I was like, okay, so she have a little bite to her. Maybe she won't be missed. I'm trying extra hard. Maybe she just, you know, a straight shooter, very outspoken. So I like this scene. I was like, okay. Okay, Courtney. I liked it, but you kind of saw like she kind of puffed out her chest when her dad was like, you've been schooling her like, ha, I made Nova proud or, you know, so I'm just like, mm -hmm. kind of to your point, like, is she seeking Nova's she validation? And if so, why? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's just really open-minded, like he says, but he barely knows her too, so. Girl, we can't let our eyes off for her yet. Don't let, let's not let our guard down, Tiff. Let's not, let's acknowledge, but keep our guards up a little bit. They got to be up a little bit with this one. I don't know. Because look, her mama, I understand he said that they're different, but her mama, hashtag her mama. That's all I'm going to say. So I feel like hashtag Haley, hashtag her mama, hashtag apples can still, you know, fall, you know, I don't know, not too far from that tree. So I'm open. I'm keeping my eyes open, Tiff. Exactly. So Prosper has arrived at Vi's home and Prosper looks happy. So I'm happy too. But then Vi receives the call from Hollywood that they're taking his mom off the ventilator and Vi consoles Hollywood and reminds him of his faith. And girl, how were you holding mm -hmm. up at this point? Because I know this is when I texted you that I was in my feels and could not take it because this is what we predicted last episode, but we neither did. one of us wanted it to be true. So I was like, why? Why is this happening? I know. And then we were like, well... 
you know, they probably won't touch on this next episode. We'll just figure out how his mama, reco- yeah, you know, yeah, recovers yeah. or what happened. So, no, at this point, I'm, I was still okay, but it's starting to hit me like, wow, this, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. And it just made me realize just the strength of having um, that mate, that close loved one, that confidant mm-hmm. by you at a time mm-hmm. like that, because baby, by speech, I say speech, you know, but her talk was everything. And it was so needed. It was so on point. And, yeah so it's just it was just a reality that this is not looking good yeah and by is nowhere near I mean she consoles him of course but she I know she'd rather be like next to him holding yeah him. so Charlie asks Micah what he wants for dinner and Micah says he doesn't want anything and Charlie's like hmm really so Micah goes off to make a copy of some document when his phone vibrates and so Charlie accidentally answers it and the girl on the other end is talking about a party so this is when Charlie realizes that Micah is going to a party thinking about going to a party and mm-hmm. he's going mm-hmm. to a party okay in the middle of a pandemic let's let's start there and that he might be dating a white girl and that he might be having unsafe whoopee. And then she <laughs> says, like father, like son, which clearly Ooh. offends Micah. And mm-hmm. she instantly regrets saying that. So before I get to my thoughts about this whole scene, mm-hmm. did Micah leave the house <laughs> after that? He left the house, Tish. So I he think went he had to party. I think he did. I think he had to go let out some steam. And I think he went to the party. And I don't think he just drove by and stopped by and waved. I think he got out. We know what that means. We know what that means when a guy said, I'm just going to roll by. No, you're not. No, you're not. People, if you, even if you do just roll by, people going to still be walking up to your car, breathing all up in your car. Like, we know what roll by means, okay? (laughs) You're not going to have your mask on. You're going to be dapping her up, hugging her, kissing Mm -hmm. on her, all that stuff. And she's been around all them other people. So Mm. save it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, girl, but my thought on all this, so when this scene was playing out, I was just like, ooh, 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 right? <laughs> I was like, okay, first off, I was surprised that Charlie was like, what's her name? What's his name? And he was like, Amber. And she was like, is she white? And I was like, really, Charlie? Mm-hmm. You care? Like, we met um, Micah when he was dating white girls, and I know he just came off of Kiki, but I'm just like, like was she was she really taken aback by the fact that he might be talking to another white girl? Was she like, I don't know. I, I just want to explore that a little bit more. So I, I hope they do. And then all the while, while Charlie is going off, Mike is like, I am grown. But I'm like, you grown, but you kind of like on the cusp of being grown. You like grown-ish, okay? Like you're not right. all the way grown. <laughs> so you can holler that all you want to, but you're still under my roof and you still like what 18 or something. So no, you I mean you grown by age. But you 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 still not handling your own business. So no, you're not grown. And then she goes off on him about protecting himself. And that's when she says, like father, like son. I was like, yep. Like, although it was hurtful to say, I'm like, mm-hmm, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Did you have all these thoughts as well? It's so funny. <laughs> well, I just I just saw that man. That was that was a low one. I feel that she was just triggered by all of this. So it was all emotional response. And um I like that she immediately apologized because she realized she had took it a little bit too far. You're skipping ahead, girl. What when? <laughs> I didn't, I'm skipping ahead. Yeah, girl. After she said like father, like son, he says wow, and then he then the door closes. That's why I was like, did he leave the house? No, but she immediately apologized. She said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. 
she didn't she, she didn't go I thought I, oh okay I thought she did it I thought she was like I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that and then he left but I know she Maybe does she an apology later. Like I don't know yeah, it was really quick. It wasn't like a, a detailed apology. But no, so I just, I think in that moment that she realized like, ooh, I stepped, you know, I, I overstepped. Like I, I went too far for this one. So um, yeah, and I don't know, you know, it's going back to my theory of is Mike about to get somebody pregnant? Like all this pregnancy talk. Of course, her sharing her story helps provide more information know, about her. But is this also a little bit of foreshadowing? So and then we know what's going on. He said about June and what we're getting into. And if it is someone white, maybe there was a reason to bring that up because it's going to be something much more to all of this. So, oh, okay. eh, eh. no, because when she brought too. up her story and then when she was like, are you protecting yourself? I was like, this is going to Ricky's prediction. And I was like, no, nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back over at Nova's. Nova and Courtney are talking while Calvin cleans the kitchen. I was like, okay, Calvin, you cook and you clean the kitchen. That's what's up. So Courtney tells Nova that their history, and by their history, it's uh, Nova and Calvin's history. It's just that history and it's all about the future. Courtney tells Nova that her dad is happy with Nova and had never been happy before. So what Calvin had told his wife, and I do mean everybody, was the truth. Mm. And Nova and Courtney seems to connect. And at this point, I'm like, mm -hmm. I think Courtney is being genuine. <laughs> yeah 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 okay i hear you i still I, i'm believing i am starting to like I'm okay kind of, okay courtney i see you i see you i kind of like you my guard is still up though but i will say this reminded <laughs> me of our conversation last week when you were saying well maybe quarantine is gonna separate or like at least kind of like nova and calvin if something's gonna happen i think we have predicted like maybe this uh -huh. upcoming episode we're gonna start seeing them kind of maybe be at odds and i'm like mm -hmm. wow it seems like his child being there at least you know first day first night is Girl. actually <laughs> allowing their connection to get stronger there i say so I think it's like confirming the connection, but I'm still like, girl, we about to come up on George Floyd. I'm right, still waiting right. for that. And I want to know, I want to know if his daughter going to still be there in a couple of weeks for George Floyd. And is she going to still be all crunk and on her little soapbox at that time? Or like, is she going to be an ally or is she going to be an enemy? I need to know these things. So. Right. But we I both know. agree it could be this that break that breaks and how this is handled <laughs> is what could could definitely be the um thing that breaks them apart that tears yes. them up. Yeah. Okay. So back over at Aunt Vi, Prosper is watching TV and eating snacks, and Vi updates Prosper on Hollywood's mom. She passed that morning, and so Prosper is shocked by the news and. He's like, she's the fifth person he knows who's passed in two months. And he says, that's too much. And he feels like their age group is getting picked off one by one. And Ricky, like, Ricky. <laughs> I just, when he was like, this is too much. I just remember this time. And, I, and even still to this day, when you think that you have a handle on what's happening and you know what to expect and you think you're coping and you're trying mm. to focus on the good you're trying to just live your best life considering the horrible situations but then you get yet another layer of bad news mm. and you're like already on empty you're mm -hmm. in your mental capacity and your emotional capacity like you're already flatlining and you're like but i'm just trying to truck along i'm just trying to be happy and you mm -hmm. get another like life continues going and or doesn't for some and it's like one thing after another so i really feel for prosper in this moment 
And I was just like, I know, I know. And it's going to keep doing that for like a whole year. Oh my <laughs> where you're like, I'm, I'm good. I'm making it. And then you get something, you're like, that's too much. I'm like, I can't. They're about to get it in a couple of weeks. And it's just like, really? I can't. Ugh. I know, Tiff, but I'm just wondering, and you know me. <laughs> Time about here she go again. You go. But because, <laughs> because, you know, him bringing his stuff up again, he's, you know, his age group, and we're talking about COVID. And we thought that, okay, some we agree that we think somebody, you know, pretty significant in this that we've been keeping up with is going to die. And I was like, well, if they do do Hollywood's mom, if it's not going to be dragged off since it happened so quickly, I'm like, this may not be the death that I'm thinking of. So tip, I hope not. But it's just making me think, is something going to happen eventually to prosper? So I don't know. Just hearing him talk through all of this, it just brought those feelings up again, Tip. Really? It did. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> the feeling that it brought up to me was that. Like, he seemed like he was finally happy, not in his funk, returning people's phone calls, enjoying, like, being comfortable, being hosted by Vi. And then it's like, dang, like, your your world just comes shattering once again. You think you put in the pieces together you know, and it comes shattering. So I didn't think about, like, oh, he's going to get COVID next. So, like, he's going to be the sixth one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just just the talk with him and death. I don't know, Siv. It's just something is like, uh, and then I started thinking, ooh, buy him or together is something gonna happen. So, anyways, my mind started going oh. to places I don't even want to talk about because I really do want everybody to live and make it. So let's just, yeah. I do, I do. <laughs> okay, but I'm telling you, that's where my mind went again. I was like, oh no, prosper, don't go. But okay, let's go. Let's go to something else, Tiff, because I don't okay. want us to get caught. I don't want us to get stuck in this place. <laughs> so they take us back to Ralph Angel's job and we see Mr. Reggie is upset. At first, girl, I'm like, maybe you was the one with dementia. He was making up his wife. That's what I was thinking at first. But anyway, so Mr. Reggie is upset and we learn he's upset because he won't be able to see his wife on his birthday, which is that day. And so he talks to Ralph Angel about life being all about having someone to love and someone who loves you back and to share moments with and not about the material things. Like we go to work every day to get material things, but that's not really what the just is. And so Mr. Reggie renames Ralph Angel Goodheart. Mm-hmm. That, was that was beautiful i just i just thought that that right there reminded me you know how you of um this is us how you mentioned um toby being outside the hospital and the whole hollywood parallel it just reminded yeah. me of kevin how we always talk about you know kevin and having his dad's heart but like it's kind of the whole rap angel like mm-hmm. why are we seeing these different sides of these men that we've seen for a couple of seasons now so um anyways him saying he has a uh just a good heart it just reminded me of Ralph Angel and you know what we he- have heard about his father and what we remember about his father and just it was just really sweet I was like what a beautiful compliment it is it is but girl okay so you was thinking about Prosper when he said it's too much but the part where Mr. Reggie mentioned that the reason his wife couldn't come visit him was because someone visited her facility the other day and tested positive. Girl, I'm like, oh, Lord, because we know that nursing homes are a hotbed or a super spreader for COVID. Yeah. So I'm yeah. nervous for Mr. Reggie's wife, girl. And I'm nervous for Ralph Angel. Because yeah. I'm like, if that one person came and tested positive, then it's all throughout that whole facility. I'm scared. Yep. yep. All right, so now back at Charlie's. Charlie and Micah sitting at the kitchen's counter. Charlie appears to be drinking some wine, even though she had two glasses up. So I'm like, is, is uh, Micah drinking wine too? But anyway. 
and he's doing schoolwork. And so Charlie tells Micah about the time she and his dad had a really, really big fight and she had put him out. It was like, you know, when uh, Micah was still a baby or whatever, I think he was just born perhaps. So it was really early on <clears throat> in their relationship. So anywho, um, they had a big fight and she put him out and they broke up for two semesters. So that's like a year until she apologized to him from her heart. And then Charlie turns to Micah and apologizes to Micah from her heart for their earlier exchange. And she admits that she is struggling seeing him grow up and Micah reaches out to his mom and he accepts her apology. And girl, this was tender moment, moment number two. I just love them this episode like oh my gosh so when she turned and apologized like because I didn't hear no apology the first time but when she actually sat there and told that story and said I apologize for my heart and I'm gonna do I'm about to do the exact same thing to you I was just like applause standing ovation to Charlie because it is just this is my own personal experience but unfortunately and sadly in my own personal experience I do not know a black mama in real life who apologizes to their kid for anything. And so I just love this moment and I wish parents would apologize more often or even at all. And I'm like, why is it so difficult for mamas to say, I'm sorry? Like, it doesn't make you less of a mama. It doesn't make you less of a human. Like, you're just being human for saying that you're sorry for doing something that you're wrong for doing. So like, as I've gotten older and as I've had my own child, I just really like am intentional on like, if I do something that hurts my child, I want to let them know that it's okay to say sorry so they can say sorry to other people. So I just really love this moment when Charlie from her heart was like, I'm going to apologize to you because that was messed up what I said. Oof. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, baby, I love that you're giving us already two tender moments, but yes, it was, it was so sincere and just the way that it was so well crafted and then ends with the apology, like all of that was so poetic um, that I, I enjoyed that moment. And, you know, this is, I think the moment where she really is saying, look, I'm struggling with seeing you as a man. Like, it's really hard for me. And you and I have been saying like, this is hard for her, for Charlie. And so maybe she said it a little bit when she was at the, um, sitting across from him at college. But I feel like this is the way that I felt that like, okay, like Micah could receive it. Like she is really struggling with this. She's really sincere in this. This is all so new and she is so sorry and she's sorry. And so just even him just like, okay, like I get it. Even that yeah. part, I, I just was like, yes, yes, yes. So, um, it was a very touching moment it really was yes and he was like even when she apologized and he was like did you mean what you said like that really really hurt him so and she was like absolutely not like it wasn't even hesitance or anything it's like absolutely not yeah. <laughs> ownership accountability yes. so I was like charlie yes this is how it's done and now yeah. he's able to receive what you got to say next like she didn't even make it an excuse that she's having a hard time seeing him grow up she didn't say well you know I said those things because I just I'm just really struggling to see you grow up yes. like no that's a good point that's a very good point yeah and there's no thank you and there's no excuse for it and so while I am struggling which is fine to be struggling I still need to isolate that and let you know that 
I am sorry for what I said, regardless of maybe the reasons behind it. And so after she gave her sincere apology, as you've noted, and it was very sincere, he can accept the fact that his mom is struggling and he can be there for his mom and maybe even have more patience for his mom in that aspect, even though if she keeps answering his phone, even by accident, he's going to still go off to my grown. But just the point. So I'm just like, I really love this moment. Yeah, uh, did okay. have, did Gather have. my breath. <laughs> <laughs> so back at Nova's house, Courtney is out um, going on a run and Calvin is trying to get it on with Nova and Nova's like, uh-uh, Courtney's here, <laughs> which remember they've been getting it on and popping since the break of dawn, but not at Courtney there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> he thanks Nova for giving Courtney a chance and Nova reminds Calvin that the real world would not be kind to them, especially considering the political climate and Calvin's like, oh, it's just, it's always been there. It's just louder. And I'm like, that doesn't make me feel no better. So um, again, I just want to show or spotlight the slight contrast from their earlier times in quarantine when they had their own space and they had their own time and they could do what they wanted to do, even if that met each other. But now they have a visitor. So now it's like, Will their relationship dynamic change with the addition of Courtney? Like we can't, just, like we kind of gotta be cognizant of someone else being in our space all oh, the yeah. time. Oh yeah, some change is about to occur. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so back at Charlie's house, I think I get my last tender moment for the night. Um, well, yeah, for me it was my last tender moment. So back at Charlie's house, Micah has found another document. And Charlie tells him, because he's like, what are you doing? Like, what are we doing anyway? And Charlie's like, I'm looking for old parish bylaws. And she's preparing for parking and Landry for when they come back with their vengeance, trying to take, you know, people's land. And so Micah gets a phone call, but he does not answer. And then he sits down to help his mom, like he said he would. And he says, you know, this is cool. And she's like, what? And he's like, us working together and they start talking about West and Bartolone, Bartolone West. And then Micah breaks out into a freestyle and then Charlie <laughs> finishes that freestyle. And I was just like, I love them. It was. And Tiff, this was my tender. Like, all the moments were really nice and sweet and they pulled on my heartstrings. But I would say this was my tender moment of the mm. episode. And I just had like, unstoppable like my smile it just was right there like I feel like I was bobbing my head and just like cheesing really hard like look at this like they have gone through the gamut of emotions apologize they're good it's like no mom this is where I want to be like we have fun together too like <sighs> that did my heart so good too I know and you know how important it is for parents to hear that your child that the child wants to hang with them and that they think it's cool and stuff so it was just I just loved all that about that moment oh it was, it was <laughs> so we're back at Ralph Angel's job once again and Ralph Angel has arranged for Mr. Reggie and his wife to be together for Mr. Reggie's birthday and they meet through the window Ricky did he sneak out Reggie's wife to uh, I don't know Tim I'm thinking <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he had to connect at the other, maybe he knew the other janitor and he was like, look, what we gonna do is have her come here around this time. I don't know, but yeah, of course he was behind that too. Yeah, he I was. think he snuck her out and I'm like, you about to lose your job playing around, good heart. <laughs> you about to lose your job. No. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. But um, I guess I'll just say that to me, all it is, 
reminded me of just a greater purpose like this is this job is like he's on assignment I feel like it was really clear that um this job would not only allow his heart to like show and for him to you know we see this kind-hearted Ralph Angel but he's about to learn and grow here as well so I just think he's going to develop in this season in this pandemic season that he's in that we're in that he's just really about to get some life lessons and just realize I don't know just purpose is going to come from this I just feel like this is all assignment and just even just that window scene just seeing him being able to connect them together even though we hoping like you say hopefully nobody gets COVID and everybody's gonna be okay <laughs> but like I don't know it's just something so it's it's so meaningful to have him in this position like in this way and I just feel like we're going to see more gifts and things that come out of Ralph Angel and all I thought about was just like yeah assignment and purpose for him being there oh okay girl that's deep you silly but I'm yeah (laughs) (laughs) so now Ralph Angel returns home for the night as well as Hollywood who returns to his mom's home for the night and Ralph Angel removes his work clothes before going inside and Hollywood pulls out his mom's photo album and he begins to read a postcard he sent to his mom when he was on the rig and Ralph Angel talks to his dad about making him proud and then we see Hollywood begins to sob and I'm like I can't take it like my heart was like literally breaking in pieces for Hollywood like that scene was just so perfect and like so perfectly sad. Yes. And so Ralph Angel goes into the living room and lays his head in Darla's lap and he kind of like reproposes to her, but he's like, let's marry ASAP because you know time is not promised. And Darla agrees and then they agree to get married tomorrow. Yay. Yes, girl. I was so happy because I feel like for you it was a good episode, but I feel like it was just a little something. It was a little rough. It was it was another one that was a little hard. Like it, it had good moments in it but it was just really I was happy (laughs) that they ended on like this positive note like between Micah and and Charlie that moment and then him realizing look I don't want to go another another week without you being my bride so I was happy that they ended like that yeah it was a good ending too like you said a turbulent episode but I really I think I really really loved the episode because I really really love Charlie and Micah in this episode I just loved every time they put the scene on them because I was just yeah. like it was just hand clap moments for me throughout yeah. their whole interaction so I think that's why it was like a really good episode for me and again Prosper's moment of this too much I'm like I know oh. like that resonated with me <laughs> yeah no, I understand I feel like we did need more mom son moments because you know she had been without her baby it was like who is this new Micah and so it allowed us to see like okay we see Micah this is he ain't all showtime showtime okay Micah come through come through we was wondering for a second so it was needed all right so we made it to the end and it like you said it ended on a happy note even though it was interspersed with one of the saddest moments in the episode in Queen history I wonder why they did it like that like the overlap but um any outgoing thoughts no, just that I'm glad they ended on a happy note because for me, it was like, woof, there's different emotions. So, um, no, I'm just not going to thought is I'm looking forward to, I guess, this wedding is going to be next too. Is that what, that's what we're thinking? I guess. I mean, that's what the preview looks like, but I'm like, mm-hmm. they show so much in a preview and I'm like, is this really the next episode or over the course of the next few episodes? Mm, right, right. Their preview. Um, but I, I, I'm hoping that their wedding is next up since she said tomorrow. I mean, this right. episode was called early 2020, I mean, early May 2020. The next one is called May 19th, 2020. 
So I'm like, well, maybe they didn't do it tomorrow. Maybe they did it the following week or so. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. And if if they do have the wedding episode next, that would be a nice reprieve from you know all the sadness because there'll be something happy. Yes, yes, yes. Agree. But she needed to tell us what she was doing with that gold fabric. <laughs> girl, we, I was just thinking about that gold fabric. We may find out, girl. We see people standing next to her in gold. We be like, up. Oh. That's what she was doing, working on that dress. You better have a mask on, because you know I'm going to be mad and be critical. Oh, you have in a pandemic, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if there's nothing further, spoiler alert. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Yes, ma'am, yes. Oh, girl, I was trying to do some research as to what was going on. So the next episode, as I just said, is called May 19, 2020. So I was trying to do some research to figure out like what happened on May 19, 2020 that she would put this out as like a date to know or remember. And the only things I'm finding that I guess is important is that during that time, there was talks about the coronavirus vaccine showing early promise. So I guess that's what they're gonna, that's the significance of May 19, 2020, that vaccine was on the horizon. So now we can all start hopefully breathing, like, oh, mm-hmm. we can have a sigh of relief. So that'd be interesting to see, cause you know, maybe Prosper would be like, oh, we're almost out this thing. Everybody would start thinking they're almost out this ah, thing. Okay, Something okay. like that. And so it'll be a little happy arc. Because the other stuff I see that happened on my May 19, 2020, unless I'm just not looking at the right spot, which is quite possible, um, doesn't seem like anything that <laughs> would be pivotal for the series. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> we should see, like you said, the wedding, happy thoughts, and maybe thinking, okay, see you at Thanksgiving. We're going to be there. <laughs> it's going to be just like it was last year. Maybe the people are really starting to think like, okay, we'll be good by the end. So maybe so too, maybe yes. so. <laughs> oh, all right, friend, another nice episode. I always enjoy recapping with you. Oh. Until next time. Next time, friend. Bye. Bye. Queen Sugar is back with season five. Watch Queen Sugar every Tuesday on OWN and then listen to Spoiler Alert with Tiff O and Ricky. Remember to follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Spoiler Alert Tiff O and Ricky and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform.